Hi, Josh. Hi, Ellie. How's it going? Good. Good? Yeah. How are you enjoying summer hours? It's good. We got in a bicycle ride, and I'm intending to go kayaking tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah. I'm going to go go sit on a lake. Good thing you got your work done first of ep- editing the episode. Yeah. This work that we're doing right now is the completion of that work. Mm-hmm. And then it's on me. Mm-hmm. It's like I applied strategy toward my week to make sure that I had kayaking time tomorrow. I don't know what strategy is. I didn't either until... I'm just kidding. I totally <laughs> knew what strategy <laughs> was. But Apparently a lot of... I did too because the stuff that I brought up is stuff that Justin brought up. A lot of people don't know what strategy is. And we had a really good conversation, I thought, with... Our friend Justin Royer, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to share that with you. Yep. Uh, do we, we have, have anything an else to share? We have an announcement. We do have an announcement. The announcement is we're going to do another live episode. I feel like we announced this last episode, didn't we? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, we're firming up plans for sure. Yeah, they're so more firmed now than I'm they like, were I'm like ever m- before. Moments away from locking in a date in late June at a different venue this time. We're going to do a different setup. It won't be a panel discussion like last time. We're going to try something new. And I'm pretty excited about it. But we really enjoyed doing the live episode before. And we got a lot of great feedback and we're going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Because there's really no excited. way to become famous if you <laughs> don't put your mug out there. Yeah, you gotta gotta stick your mug out. I got recognized at a bar. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so that was cool. I get recognized every day by my coworkers, you, the kids and Dobby. I got recognized by a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> also, I dispute that Dobby recognizes you. He recognizes me. I doubt it. Well, he probably just is glad that there's a person that will give him food and take him <laughs> out. Agree to disagree, I suppose. All right. Well, let's talk about strategy. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go. Let's go to the strategy. Go. Good times roll. Let the good times roll. That's are, true. Are we ready to record this yeah, we're podcast? Re- we're recording right now. Episode? Right, right now we're recording? Right now. Yeah. This second. Okay. Hi, Justin. Oh, hey, Ellie. Hi. Hi, Josh. Greetings. Justin. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Hi. Danger. <laughs> uh, we are talking today with our friend Justin Royer. Hi. Who's a super fan of our podcast. Uh, super. I think I was the first fan. No. no. Really? Chad. I was reserved for I like your Chad. family. Chad was probably our first fan. Really? I feel like it yeah. I feel like you might number have two. to. Number two. I'm number two. I feel like <laughs> you have two. to fight for that title with Mike Mason. I'm oh, Mike compa- Mason, oh, yeah. too. <coughs> yeah. Mike Mason. I actually remember tweeting do you know in. Him? No, but I feel like I do. Okay. Because I'm just such a big <laughs> fan. Oh, okay. And I tweeted in to the Mike Mason. Yeah. And he tweeted me back, and I felt that that he's was great. He's a good guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the phrase is, but it's like a longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah, basic, but you're That's not what I calling, feel like. you're just here. I'm like right here with you. You're yeah. here. You're here, here. In person. In now. Drinking like a beer that's a cat. In the middle of the now. It's a cat riding a unicorn, and the unicorn is shooting flames. Snorting. Snorting flames. 
Is that uh, an and analogy? The cat has a snorting pistol. out or like, snorting in? Um, it's snorting out. Snorting in fire would be bad. <laughs> That's why I was checking. <laughs> and the cat has a pistol. <laughs> it's loaded. Yeah. It's um, so is that an analogy good. for what strategy is? The, uh, the cat riding a unicorn? Yes. Yeah. At, at some places, it's very similar. <laughs> some places would actually envy this approach to strategy. So the title of this episode is called What the Fuck is a Strategist? Oh, yeah. 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 Because there's a lot of different kinds of strategists uh, and a lot of different ways to think about that work. And uh, but first, before we get into that, what mm. that what that is, let's talk about your um, place where you work and what that's called and what you do. Do you want to talk to us about it a little bit? Sure. Yeah. It's Go Intellectual Capital, right? Yeah, it's a place called Go. There's no stop in our name, Ellie. And you're a principal. It says on your website that you're a principal, but you're a principal what? Yeah. So I I walk around and I um, make sure the kids are doing what they're supposed to do in the halls. It's not at all. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind <laughs> it's of principal. Not at all. And it's not um, spelled L-E. It's spelled A-L. Which is, you have to think about that a little bit. Because yeah. like in, like I was just doing a PowerPoint today where I had to use the other kind of principal and I got confused. <laughs> right. Because I'm so used to using the A-L instead of the L-E. Mm-hmm. But it's great. So, um, yes, I, I'm a principal at a place called Go Intellectual Capital. Mm-hmm. Um, Go is uh, less of a place to work as much as it is just an organization. We're virtual across the nation. Oh, cool. Uh, Go stands for growth operators. We're in the business of designing and delivering growth for our clients. Doesn't that sound great? It does mm-hmm. sound great. Yeah. We, so that's what we do, and uh, it's 100% virtual. So we're either hanging out with our clients or we're um, you know, hanging out in our home offices mm-hmm. or whatever. So, um, But it's great. So I'm essentially a... Uh, uh, consultant, even though we don't necessarily like to use that term that much because mm-hmm. we think we're different, sure. but uh, essentially that's the closest thing. So I, I get to work with all kinds of clients building strategery with them. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> strategery. Is it, so it. Josh is very interested in this topic because... Well, thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, I am as well, but... You're just going to just mail this one in. But we'll have these conversations where he... <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll have these conversations where he'll be like, I think I'm a strategist, but yes. but what do they do? And I'm uh, like, well... Well, no, I'll go like, here's here's like what I'm doing with my customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm examining like this and that. And she's like, no, that's not a, not a strategist. <laughs> that's not a strategist. Did you make a, de- did you make <laughs> a deck? Get back in your box, Josh. I can make decks. Like I've been... <laughs> that, that was like a business model for a little while. At, at what age did you realize what a deck was um like it was like it, i was talking about professional years. humans like, i was well, 11 what, and it was a skateboard deck right and i made my own right do you mean and a professional deck well, like the, a work deck josh just made my point it's like what's a deck yeah like I, I, it took me a very long time to realize that that was actually like a professional human term i didn't like start like, talking like about like decks a few years ago it's, it's a presentation yeah. or it's a powerpoint or it's a you know, or a keynote or whatever, but yeah. it's, no, it's a deck. And I was like, why is it called a deck? Because it, I mean, it has no correlation to a deck. Is it's it very difficult to have yeah. a drink on it. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> it's not impossible. Know, though. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's not if impossible. You have, especially you the really thick decks. Yeah, is it you because you can shuffle it? Yeah. It's like a, a deck of cards, I think. Maybe, but it doesn't look like that. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I mean, I probably build five of those a day now. Really? Which is, it's great. Five decks? How many pages are your decks? 17 pages. Whoa. That's that's, a pretty good size. Yeah, that's a good size. You're thinking it's big (laughs) and I'm thinking that it's small. 
Yeah, I mean, I I always try I think to have like a, as few. Pages I think that's as a good can. short deck. Yeah, should be. I okay. mean, I mean, back in my agency days, I mean, if it wasn't like 102 pages, it just wasn't worthy. Right, hmm. and yeah. then the client would always say, "Yeah, but when I take this to the CEO, I need it to be six pages long." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how can exactly. You make, like how can you make it six pages? Right. It's like, well, I have to become a minimalist. You guys know yeah. how that. <laughs> yep. We know uh, exactly. You know how that. It's Does very this difficult. Page bring you joy. <laughs> If not, <laughs> delete it. We were just listening to the minimalists on the way. Um, of course you were. Back, so. so when you sit down at your desk to do strategy, uh-huh. what does it look like? What do you do? What activities do you do? Well, first off, I usually stand. Oh. You, so you stand, stand instead of in, at your desk. I, I stand at my desk, usually. I found that when I when I stand, though, because I, I did this originally because I wanted to not like have lower back pain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now I find if I just stand all day, I have pains other places. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have it to do It just changes the Your pain. feet. Yeah. I sit at a tall stool at my standing desk <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, I mean, I stand at it very frequently, but right. so when you have to hunker down, sometimes you need to sit. Yeah, sometimes right. you need to just like hone in and be like, we intentionally all my focus is here. We intentionally have really uncomfortable stools. So that it's there's a joke in there somewhere. It's like where? <laughs> I mean, you should talk to your doctor. We're gonna <laughs> skip. We're gonna skip the joke. <clears throat> we intentionally have uh, these stools that aren't that comfortable to sit on, mm-hmm. so that we stand more. It's like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to flip tables quickly. Yeah, get you, you out of there, in and out. out. Yep. Just pay and get out. It's not like in and out. Hamburgers at McDonald's are better than in and out. <laughs> You, th- you think hamburgers at McDonald's are better than In-N-Out? I don't yeah. like In-N-Out, but that's I'm, another podcast. Oh. Yeah, another podcast would be how I've definitively proven that um, Five Guys Burgers are better than In-N-Out Burgers. Yeah. A panel of six uh, Uber This is a podcast episode have, that's going to start a riot at your yeah. place of employment. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm ready for I that I don't want to have any part it's of that. It's, I'll throw down. I think that's great. I love In-N-Out. Just because I like the experience of it and I like the novelty of it and the mm-hmm. fact that we're from the Midwest and deprived from it has something you can't to do with it. it so right. So you, you want like it more. It more yeah. 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 But that I makes think sense. You, you're kinda right though. I mean in terms it's of like bad. burger quality, it's not bad. It's no. not great. No. It's not. Sorry to our it. friends over in California. No, hash, hash still browns. love In and Out, still love it. Still <laughs> will always Instagram it after I get off the planet LAX <laughs> every single time. Really? Yeah. It opens at ten AM, which is noon body time. It's oh, perfect. Yeah. It's a breakfast burger. Mm-hmm. It's yummy. Okay. So you're standing at your desk. Okay. And you're going to do strategy. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Well, it's, it's a little bit difficult to unpack, but um, I'll try. Okay. So I think a lot of people have um, applied this mysticism to s- strategery and what strategy actually is. And, you know, I think when it comes down to it, strategy, the phrase that I really like, it's, it's shaping the future. Right, you're you're trying to ultimately make an outcome happen that is different than today, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of ways in which you might do that, and so there are also a lot of activities that, as a strategist, you do. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, as a strategist, you believe that the future is open to a good degree, and like there are possibilities, things can be different than they are today, mm-hmm. and by the fact of um, the things that you do, you can actually make that future come to happen. So, I mean, there is a nice philosophical bent to being a strategist Mm -hmm. because you believe that the future is potential. It's not dependent on, or it's not just a series of dominoes falling over. You can actually make a difference. And, you know, but I I think ultimately strategy when done right, 
starts not from the perspective of the business, which is where a lot of places start, but it actually starts from um, pure human need. What do people outside of your walls actually want? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I think uh, a good strategist is a lot of different things, but um, some of the things that they have to be is uh, they have to be in tune with what humans want. They have to kind of be an anthropologist to a good degree. Sure. You know, you have to be observant. You have to be empathetic. You have to be um, just in tune. So we do spend a lot of time on um, research activities. Like I had uh, a client that I'm working with right now where we've been doing a lot of in-depth ride-alongs. They're in the service Mm -hmm. business. And we actually went along with their service technicians to see how they deliver that service. Um, You get in there and you get to poke around with their customers a little bit too, asking them questions in that moment of truth Mm -hmm. to really understand how they got to be where they are today, what their needs are and pain points, et cetera. So as a strategist, I think one of the main activities we do is we do a lot of research. We do a lot of listening. Mm-hmm. So sure. I don't know, Josh, if, so if you think you might want to be a strategist, um, I mean, can you listen? Can you no. listen? No, I can't. No. So He's lying. He, he can listen, you're saying. Mm-hmm. He's oh. a pretty good listener. He's in support. Hmm. Yeah. That's basically, you have to listen. Yeah. You do. You do a lot of listening and a lot of trying to drill down to the correct question. Before we get down too anyway, far down yeah. the rabbit hole of Josh's next career, I want to <laughs> talk about um, the, okay, so there, start with the human need, totally behind that, get mm-hmm. it, but there's two different groups of humans, and you said in order to make, like the, the strategist helps make the future possible, like helps you see what the future is and, and helps you get there, but there's the group of humans that that are the customer and then the group of humans that uh, stand between the the customer mm-hmm. and the future uh-huh. it's the people that have to use the thing use the product or um, put the content into the website or do whatever and they have a human need too so how do you yeah. balance the you know because a lot of times we talk about how you know businesses you need to focus on your customers needs and your customers needs need to come first it's the their human need but there it, there's a very real um dilemma of okay so we want the this marketing website to look like this for the user the the customer who's looking at the marketing site but what about the people who have to make the marketing site who yeah. have to what is their need and those two things are often at odds with each other yeah it can be um so do you guys like venn diagrams Love yeah, them. we're we're big fans of Venn diagrams, yeah. actually. Yeah. Th- and that could be another podcast just in general. Just yeah. talk about Venns. I'm thinking about starting to make square ones mm. just because it's tidier. Yeah. Are you going to call it like a squen diagram or something? I'm going <laughs> to think of a better name for it, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but I might. But I'm, I that mean, one was just off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. There's something great about yeah. right angles. Yeah. I mean, It's just tidy. Yeah, it's nice. It's neat. It's clean. Um, so Venn diagrams, I think where you're getting at Ellie is the, there's a really nice Venn diagram that I think makes a great strategic direction. And in, in one of the squares of this Venn diagram <laughs> nice. will, will be a, um, is desirability, right? How much does a customer want it? Right. You know, and if you don't start there, I would say nothing else matters because it, everything else can be great. You can really execute something perfectly flawless, but if the customer ultimately, or that, end human, that end user doesn't care about the thing that you're doing, making, delivering, whatever, it doesn't matter. Then why right. do it? So that's the first square. Sure. The second square in our 
to be named Squen diagram. Squen diagram. No. Mm, it's going to stick, though. <laughs> um, is going to be around uh, viability. Right. Yep. This is how much does the business actually have to, or whatever. I mean, how much are you actually deriving value from the value you're creating? Mm-hmm. Can, in businessy terms, can you actually make money doing this thing? For, sure. You know, for the customer. So that's square. Number, or is it possible to even two. build it? So that's square number three. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm skipping. You ahead. looked ahead. You looked ahead, and that was page 17 in the in the deck. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to wait on 16. Um, it's feasibility. Yeah. So, and all of those have to come together in the juicy nougat center of that squen, squen diagram. diagram. Yep. You guys, yep. I hate you guys. Mm, it's, <laughs> it's just gonna keep keep on okay. trucking. It's great, um, but that makes for good strategy. And and again, I I don't think you have to confine human centered to just being the humans that are our customers. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that you have to start there. Yep. Um, because again, if you get that wrong, nothing else really matters. Right. Fair. So there. Okay. Squen. So we have a little insight into, we're not going with Squen. <laughs> oh, I think we already did. <clears throat> it's cool. You Bring can, us back. You can Bring strategize. This uh, is my invention one. and we're not yeah. going okay. with Squen. Okay. I'm That's the decider. Fair. If you can stay yeah. strategery, okay. Okay. if you're saying strategery, yeah. I'm saying the decider. Okay. I'm the decider. Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so we have a little bit of more... Um, of a view into what a strategist does at their standing desk. <laughs> then what? What We've done the work. You've put together this 17-pager. Now what? Well, let me let me back up a little bit, too. Okay. So I think part of what a good strategist does is the, the, the empathetic piece, right? The understanding of who you're serving. Yeah. Right? It, it is very... To do it right, I think you have to be very other-oriented. You have to truly care about those that you're serving. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and I, th- and there is an analytical component to this too, from a research standpoint. And there's also understanding, you know, the, for example, if you're building a digital product to start with artifacts and analytics that you actually can see today is a nice first step. What are users doing today? Mm-hmm. What's their behavior today? You know, Google analytics and all the other things that you can get your hands on might be loyalty data from a customer database, et cetera. That, those are all great inputs into, into um, building strategy. But I think um, the fault that I see with a lot of folks is that they feel like there's only an analytical component to strategy. Like if you just have enough data, then pretty soon the problem will just relent. Sure. And, and I think that's a, that's a common problem. And um, the cure for that is kind of this, um, not just the analytic component, but the synthetic component, like putting things together from random places or seemingly random places. Or finding the connections. It is. And, th- and that's, the, that's the art side of strategy, too. It's the, um, you know, if the analytic piece is the, here's what the world is like today, the synthetic piece is the, the world as it could be. Sure. And both of those have to come together. And there isn't... I haven't found a really great prescription or a rule book on how to do that, but mm-hmm. I, you know, there are some fun tips that you find out there. And I, um, you know, as I've kind of progressed in my career, you know, I, I label myself now as kind of a uh, a designer of strategy and service. So those kind mm-hmm. those worlds kind of come together in my head. But what I li- what I've taken from the design world that I really like is this notion of provocation, mm-hmm. like being able to like just poke yourself in the brain to get you to think a different way. And, um, you know, we have a, we have a client right now that's actually in a, a really interesting space of irrigation. 
Oh, nice. Like uh, residential and potentially commercial, but it's sure. irrigation. And you're like, well, what's new in irrigation? Well, these guys have come up with a fantastic product that allows you to like take a mobile device and um, track the shape of your yard, like map it out. And then the smart little sprinkler will only water to the dimension of your yard, nothing more, nothing less. Wow. So you save like 50% of the water you typically would just throw in your yard. So not yeah. sprinkling the sidewalk. That's right. And not sprinkling gutter. your car, right. the street, <laughs> the your bike, house, neighbor like kids, your, your neighbor's <laughs> lawn, yeah. all of that stuff. And right. <clears throat> and we one of their problems is, is training and um, teaching people at scale. And we started to think about a lot of different things and came up with this... Um, the world of um, the uh, the contractors that put these systems in and what their a- their ages are and the kind of metaphors that they have learned with and you start to think of things like video games mm-hmm. you know so instead of like manuals and just you know YouTube videos why don't we put a learning experience within a video game like almost like a first person shooter sure. type of thing and that's just these disparate worlds coming together where it's like well training for irrigation contractors meets you know, uh, you know, doom sure. or, or, you know, or whatever. But I mean, those worlds come together really nicely, but that's, mm-hmm. that's an example of something you would never see in just a purely analytic approach to strategy. Right. Like what, what's the data tell us? Well, that's what we should do. The data is never going to tell you that's to, never gonna say to that. build a video game training module for the irrigation industry. Sure. I don't know. I feel like Watson might have a good chan- chance at that. Well, no, maybe. he doesn't. Did you ask no. him? Next year. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. He's learning. No. He's a machine and he's learning. It's mm-hmm. not It's not actual. I mean, yeah. I'm okay. Sorry. Here's a question. No. Switching gears just a teeny bit. Thank yes. you. Do you remember, I swear it was like five years ago, maybe a couple more, hmm. when customers would say, clients would say, I need to build a thing, a digital thing. Usually it was a website because mm-hmm. it was like websites and apps. People like websites, yeah. Um. And I don't want to screw around with design. Like, don't give me, don't sell me design because that's just like, I don't need it to be pretty. I just need it to convey a message. Mm-hmm. And UX was like UX and design and the, the power of that and the power of the power that you could unlock with mm-hmm. getting that right. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as widely known as it is now. And, and people um, were really resistant to selling uh, or to buying design. Mm-hmm. They just wanted you to build their shit. Mm-hmm. The, I feel like strategy is in that same place now where like people in the know know how important it is to to not just blindly move forward with your like completely on instinct and gut and what you want, but by having a like composed, thoughtful, um, researched, validated strategy but clients still say, I don't want to just buy strategy. Like, I don't need any of that shit. Yeah, just, just do build the me, Just build me something. Yeah. Just tell me what to build. Do make, you, make are you finding thing. this? Do you? Yeah, I've experienced that, the, I think, my entire career to, a, to some great degree. I mean, I've bounced around in, into different um, areas of design and marketing and mm-hmm. et cetera. But, um, you know, I think there's such an opportunity cost to not thinking about things before you start doing things. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, and despite, you know, the, the large amount of literature out there and the case studies and whatever, Nobody people still, them. no, they we don't. We read it. Yeah. We, and the clients don't read it. No, they don't read anything, evidently. Um, so yeah, I, it, that's a thing. I think people are just, you know, it's easy to, 
um, say, hey, just build me the thing because the things are tangible. I mean, artifacts. I told you what I right. want. Just people, build it. Yeah, just here's an artifact and you can show someone that you did something and then you assume that it's the right thing. And it's uh, it's often not. And um, But I will say the context is very, very important here. Like depending on your seat, when you talk about strategy, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easy to quote unquote sell and sometimes it's difficult. And what I found it. Uh, what I found in the in the past is, you know, at uh, in particular um, sides of industries, for example, just, you know, being in a typical creative shop, you know, a lot of times strategy is given away for free because yeah. they want to just produce the things. They just want to make things. Sure. Right. And so it's like, well, we'll think about it for a little bit. So maybe we'll give you the strategy of a media plan or here's a, you know, here's what you should do with your website or whatever. Right. But then really, we just want to build it because that's where we make our cash. And so as an industry, they've kind of done it to themselves that way. Mm-hmm. Conversely, if you, you get into a different um, paradigm, paradigm, <laughs> you know, like, um, I mean, consulting, honestly. I mean, Or like IDEO. They do just strategy. That's all they do. Well, I mean, strategy, People e- buy equals, the shit out of that. strategy equals design. And they, they, I mean, they can, they've proven the case for why, <coughs> you know, it's important to both think and do Right. And they're both. And honestly, I mean, go is the same thing. I mean, we're as growth operators. I mean, we we take a uh, a very human centered design approach to strategy. But we've also been in seats where we've been had we've all had operating roles. And so we just see things more pragmatic. Mm -hmm. So you're not just going to get a 100 page deck on your desk and say, good luck. We actually help bring things to life. Right. But that's the thing. People come to us because of the strategery Mm there. You know, we're not in the business of you know, um, building all of the things we partner with a bunch of different folks to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I think it just depends on where you're at, but, um, I see a trend line that, um, and I, I guess I'm optimistic in this case where you see people, um, valuing strategy more and more because they see honestly the downside of not doing it. Right. Right. It's expensive, you know, to rework things, no matter what that thing is, is really expensive to build a whole product that you, I mean, you think someone will buy, whereas if you if you take the time, develop the strategy around it, you're you're like you have more knowledge that people will want that. Yeah. Well, the strategy is not a, not just around what the what probably the right thing to build is, but and how we're going to validate that it is along mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, and yep. how we're going to choose. It's and honestly, I think there's a really. I mean, digital has played such a great influential role. I think in in uh, influencing where strategy, like big strategy is going now. Yeah. Like for example, lean startup. You guys may have heard of, the, of that before. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Just a skosh. Yeah. Not, not super familiar. Maybe you're not. Yeah. You're obsessed with it. A little bit. Yeah. It's great stuff. But I, I think you see this general trend of strategy becoming less and less about, you know, the historical view was that the world really didn't change a whole lot. And if you just, made a bunch of assumptions, and then you built a ginormous, really rigid plan, and you just executed the shit out of it, <laughs> you know, you would you would get what you intended. Ask health tar- healthcare.gov how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many, I mean, and the thing, the thing is that approach has really <clears throat> never worked, but it's worked a little bit more in the past because the, the past... Uh, you know, things didn't move so fast. It was slower and the we, past. It was. And we were building more widgets, mm-hmm. you know, so it was, you know, humans attached to factories instead of just brains talking to other brains and needing to build knowledge together, mm-hmm. which makes, I mean, it's a, a complete hashtag game changer when you talk about it that way. Mm-hmm. 
And so the nice thing about this, the movement around lean is that it's, it gives you a different way to look at strategy. And it's not so much the, a bunch of assumptions and then this giant report and then, you know, go forth and execute. It, at this point now, it's strategy is really just a series of experiments that are purposeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, here's where we're at today. Here's where we would like to go. Here are our hypotheses and here's the experiments we want to run. And so just like I hear other smart people say, you need to bet the garden before you bet the farm. Oh, I've never heard anybody right? say that. Right? I've actually never heard that either, but ever, it's amazing. Ever. Are you kidding me? No, I've never heard that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you guys use, I mean, in support, we don't, <laughs> we don't use those analogies. I don't show a lot of decks here at home. Right, right. Yeah, you but, don't but it, actually. But if you did. It's in every deck. Yeah, Is it in every see, deck? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are there decks that come with like a that slide my, preformatted? <laughs> Some of them word. actually are like growing grass <laughs> and no, other forms of vegetation. No, no. To nope. S- don't to simulate the garden. Unless you stole our farm. thing and put grass in it. I might have. Okay. I'm going to need to see some of your decks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, I'm going to have AJ's okay. people call your people. <laughs> we'll do lunch. <laughs> talk and have a beer with a cat riding a unicorn, <laughs> snorting fire. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, but I, th- I think, you know, the, the whole lean thing has been really, really great for strategy in general because strategists now think about it in a much more nimble, much more realistic way. Sure. In that, again, strategy is just a series now of experiments and that are purposeful, right? We have a hypothesis of what we believe to be true, whether that's we, ha- we think that we have this kind of customer segment and they have these types of pains or motivations. And conversely, we have this thing that we can build or deliver or whatever, this value proposition, and we think it's also valuable. Those are all hypotheses, right? So instead of now betting the farm and tooling up and building stuff, you know, getting a bunch of capital and then finding out that no one actually cares, right? oops, uh, you can go and learn your way into that future by placing these smaller bets. Mm-hmm. And so I think strategy has kind of come from this you know, very bureaucratic ivory tower, very few people can do it, to a more democratic approach to you know shaping the future there are a lot of people now that need not only can but need to be in the mix to make good strategy happen because you know i think differently than you do and and that ellie thinks differently than everyone so and we need everyone's point of view in there everyone in the pool well and i think what i've seen is um it's not that everyone needs to become a strategist it's that everyone within their role needs to become more strategic in the way that they think. But what if you can't? Agreed. What, if, what, if, what if you can't? What if you can't? Because some people can't. Some mm. people don't want to either. Right. I mean, that should be okay, but... It kind of depends I mean, on where you work. Yeah, well, and are you the type of person that likes to <coughs> grow and, and not just do the same thing over and over again? Or are you really just there to to get your paycheck and, and go and do something else, which is, right. I mean, there are people that do that in every profession. Yep. And I mean, they're, they're just as needed as everyone else. There's no question. I, I'll give you some really great advice that my mom gave me. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't know if it was advice as much as it was just a very a good statement. No, it's just a statement. Um, but it was, there's a lid for every pot. There you go. There's a lid for every pot. Mm-hmm. And, not uh, at our house, but I see where you're going. So does the minimalist thing make you not have lids for your pots? We actually threw out the pots that didn't have oh, a... you just threw out pots. We donated them. How we do donated you, How pots. do you like heat things up on the stove? No, we, we kept still the ones have that some. have lids. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and by the by, the the bag of scissors. Yeah. What's up with that? Right. Yes. I don't know. I did. Did you hear how exasperated I was? Yeah. Like, I found. And there's a, a hole punch in there, which is technically <laughs> not a scissors, but yeah. it's a. But it's still a bag full of scissors and a hole punch. Yeah. There were that wasn't like that a, wasn't even the that most wasn't a rare thing. event. That was a common <clears> thing, <throat> like opening up a box and going. There's two small things in this whole big box. What the fuck have we been doing with these boxes in this basement? Yeah, that's yeah. evidently you you were cutting a lot of things and punching a lot of holes. Can't yeah. like can't let go of scissors no, apparently. No, no. But literally, that's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> I want to. Do you, you know about this, right? I do. Have you heard? You've heard. Yeah. And now you're seeing it in it's person. Right there. The that's random what it looks like. question marks jar. It's the ran- jar of random question marks. So you do get, I? I get, get to. to draw. I, I pick one. Okay. You're gonna draw a question. I pick one. Okay. At random. Never seen these before. Never seen these before. We've never seen these either. We don't know. For the most oh, part. Oh really? Yeah, we yeah. Did, never have. Oh. Some of them people have like sent in digitally. And no, we had those to write are gone. Oh, those are all gone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were the darker orange. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is frightful. Oh. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. What book or movie or music has changed how you look at or interact with the world? Whoa. Whoa. Don't say Radiohead. Yeah, or I mean, is Soundgarden? <laughs> <laughs> really? No, anyone? What? Wait. What? No, I. I mean, I. I Love Soundgarden. Okay. Love sound, but I, I mean, it hasn't really changed in like the way I interact in the world. It's just some really good tunes. So it could be a movie or a book, right? Yeah. yeah. Let Any me look. I want to look at the handwriting. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> she that's always cheating. tries that's to che- That's cheating a little bit. Though. She always tries to guess who it is. It. Okay. Whoever wrote this question ended it with a period, mm. not a question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can throw that one out. No, he has so to answer it. Do I get to pick another one? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I mean, the usual suspects for me, I mean, like, uh, as a movie, I'd, I'd have to say Caddyshack. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just I mean, a material change in my life. It's, it's a lie. I mean, not really, <laughs> it, but it's, it's a great movie. Did it make you funnier? I would think that most, uh, it would probably be a, I'd have to say a book that is, um, I don't know, there's so many things that have, I mean, from a book standpoint, because I'm such a, book nerd but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you a recent one that i really like that i think others might like too um it's a book called wicked problems mm. okay ever heard sounds no. like a non-fiction book it's non-fiction mm-hmm. yeah extreme non-fiction but it, it basically <laughs> says that um it, it's a it's a call for designers out there to actually take the craft that they use mm-hmm. and apply it to the problems they see in the world nice and you look at it, you read through it, and it's, I mean, it's, of course, it's all human-centered design goodness, which... Of course. I mean, I dream in service blueprints, so to me, this is like, <laughs> oh, this is great. So comforting. Right. But, I mean, there's, you know, it's such a fantastic approach to be able to, you know, take that and say, you know what, we can actually solve some of the world's deeper problems if we apply the things that we apply in our jobs with, again, purpose um, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think Wicked Problems is a pretty good one, even cool. even though it's not, you know... It's not light reading per se. Sure. Um, it's it's. Uh, it's good stuff. Th- that's not stipulated in the question. We're not, and no, we're not no. like really <clears throat> a non-light reading show. I mean, no, you guys go deep. Traction. Oh like, yeah. Things like that. I mean, you know. Funny story. What, I yeah. worked at a bookstore for a long time. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny questions that people would ask. My favorite, my all-time favorite bookstore question is, 
Where's your nonfiction section? Mm. <laughs> and it wasn't your answer like, there's the fiction section, and then the nonfiction is everything else. The whole. <laughs> I had two different answers. When I was feeling nice and benign as a bookseller, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say that. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'll show you where fiction is. Let's just start there, and then mm-hmm. just don't look there. Look everywhere else. But when I was feeling um, like kind of more sassy, like more impatient, I guess, mm-hmm. it would be like, what are you looking for? Pets, gardening, biographies, history? Like I would just rattle off as fast as I could every department in the store and just freak them out. And it was kind of mean. Mm. That is kind of mean. Yeah. Booksellers used to be like really stuck up and mean. Yeah. But yeah. now they're just. They don't know anything about books. You were the scared. lords of the castle. Or it's a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's a computer. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, computers are getting, you know, sassy back at you, too. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I wonder how Watson would answer that question. Yeah. We should ask. We should I call. I would like to ask Watson Me too. Questions. I want to hang out with Watson. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. I wouldn't mind if he was my overlord. You look surprised that I'm, that I'm interested in this. And talking to yeah. Watson? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, would you be okay really? if, if he was your, your overlord? I'm the overlord. But well, I mean, if he... I, I sh- I suppose Watson's a he, right? Is Watson supposed to be a he? I think st- I think personality. It sounds wise, like yeah. a he. Yeah. Which is an interesting. There's thing. also a Lucy though. Yeah. IBM's Lucy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It's a spawn. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know. I'll talk to you about like tech or like physics or space or something, and you're mm. like, "What even is that thing?" And like these really? are the. Mm. Thing I watched ever. Cosmos with you. Mm-hmm. You watched part of Cosmos with me. <laughs> and that was kind of like a general, that was generalish stuff. <laughs> so, but I'll make a reference and you'll just be I'm like a blank science generalist. Uh-huh. And I was like, seriously? As you opposed don't know to the specialist? <laughs> the specialist <laughs> over here. <laughs> I am a scientist, board certified. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you to... You got the card to prove it? I am the board, oh, so yeah. I can. I just certified myself. That's helpful. So, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know how to turn this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin, get us out of here. thank you for coming and talking to us Do today. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything specific that you'd like to plug at the end of the episode? Uh, I just, I continue to be a giant fan. Oh. Oh, thanks. Well, thank Pro you. Pro-humans. Well, we kind of, we anticipated that you were going to say us. <laughs> and then at, like, for a second, I was like... What if he oh, says the dog? What if he says the dog? I also own a car a wash in St. Louis Park. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the time when I talk about that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No, I, I really don't. No. Okay. okay. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. This has been thanks awesome. For, thanks. thanks for being here. Thanks for the unicorn beer. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Get and, us out of here. And in the can. Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash ProHumans, or go the easy route and log on to ProHumans.com where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week.